Hello and welcome to today's episode of Back of the Mind. As you've seen, we are looking at men's mental health. Please be aware that I'm going to talk about topics people might find distressing. Please do talk to someone if this does affect you or call the Samaritans on 116123 or Google an online texting service or webpage service if that feels easier for you, but do reach out. Man up. Only girls cry. It's not masculine to show emotion. Stop acting like a girl. Real men. How many of these have you heard? Sadly, I have heard all of them and more. There are so many phrases that gender stereotype and negatively impact people's mental health. These phrases affect all genders, but today's episode is specifically about how it affects men and their mental health. Men are often expected to be breadwinners, strong, dominant and in control. They are expected to have six packs, drink beer, watch football and be mentally stable. Think about how many adverts and shows you have seen where the man is in a dressing gown, drinking a cocktail, watching a chick flick. Not many, I am guessing. I was researching for this podcast and the next statistics that I'm going to say were really hard hitting and they will be hard to read, I think. In 2017, there were nearly 6,000 suicides recorded in Great Britain alone. 75% of these were men, that is 4,500 men. Men aged 40 to 49 have the highest suicide rates in the UK. And in England, one in eight men have a common mental health problem, such as depression, anxiety, panic disorder, or OCD. But why is this all the case? While we can't know for sure, I'd guess that the gender stereotypes we've mentioned do not help. Because if a man cries, he's called weak. If a man isn't physically muscular or toned, he's considered undesirable. If a man is a virgin or doesn't have a larger than average penis, he's labelled not sexually attractive. What this does is hold men to an unachievable expectation. It places value on attributes they can't control and tells them to not be vulnerable. From previous generations, men learn not to ask for help. And while we have reduced the stigma around asking for help, men still feel ashamed to ask for it. 
A man I know, who I have permission to talk about, has severe anxiety and depression, which for them leads to panic attacks and breakdowns. These mental health issues stem from trauma, assault, because yes, men can be assaulted physically and sexually, neglect and emotional abuse. Over the time I've known them, more things and events have been shared. A trust has been built, allowing for walls to be broken. This has led to their bravery of crying in front of me. If this person wasn't under so much pressure to conform to gender norms, maybe he would have gotten help and felt freer sooner. Now, going forward, if it's appropriate, maybe instead of waiting for a man you know to open up, you can help prompt it and prompt the freedom if you are ever spotting symptoms like quick to anger, difficulty sleeping, changing appetite or a lack of appetite difficulty concentrating when they're talking to you or when you're doing something, and losing interest in things they have previously enjoyed. There are many other symptoms, so I'd advise you to go and read about them. I must stress though, you cannot force someone to talk about their problems, but being there and checking up will help them to know it's okay and safe to talk when the time is right. When you ask how they are, it'll most likely prompt the usual response of, I'm fine. But if you ask a second time, it'll signal that you're not just asking as a norm, but as a genuine question about them and their feelings. Once the conversation has started, asking open questions like, what is it like and how can I help, puts the ball in their court and asks them what you can do to help them personally. Read between the lines, if you can, to prompt conversations. Apparently 31% of men are likely to say they're stressed. 30% will say that they're not feeling themselves and 35% will ask you how you are, hoping you'll ask them. Finally, I'd say listen to them and be empathetic. I'd avoid saying I understand unless you truly do, but instead say that sounds hard or is it specific moments you feel like that? We can teach people around us about mental health and men's mental health and breaking down stereotypical gender norms. We can say that it's okay for men to cry, for men to have a bad day, for men to want to be quiet and just be on their own. We also need to say that it's okay if men want to have a cocktail and not a beer and for men to want to be in their pyjamas and dressing gown and not sat in jeans all the time. 
Thank you for listening. I hope this was useful and gave you some tips to help with your male friends. Or maybe it has helped you. I'm Victoria Raby and this has been Back of the Mind podcast.